And strange oh, tales from outer space. Let's and get it on, fellas. Well, Holter still has a hangover. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are doing a mega cast because we love each other very much. So I'm going to start off and just randomly throw people in there while Krug fixes our UI. My name is Doc, sure. and I am co-leading this cavalcade <laughs> of awesome podcasters. And as always, I have lovely co-hosts from Strange Tales from Outer Space, Indigo. Hey, hey, hey. And Krug. Oh, I'm Krug. I just woke up with Sleeping Girlfriend. And... <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly, as always, we have our awesome comrades in arms from Wildcast, Avid Guru. Hey, everybody. Bohalter. Hey, what's going on, folks? And should we let the cat out of the bag right now, gentlemen? Yeah. Go for Let's it. Let's do it. It's your oh. announcement. <laughs> All right. We would very much like to welcome our new permanent co-host, Kelzam. Drop the mic. (laughs) And stream's done. (laughs) (laughs) I already messed messed up. It's actually Kelsum. Kelsum. From from the last time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just like doing it like Shazam. (laughs) Kelsum. Honestly, I call him Kelsum as well. Shazam. (laughs) (laughs) He just stands in the center of it, and all of a sudden the neighborhood just pops up around him. (laughs) <laughs> and Manic, is that, I don't think that's true. We, oh, we should totally create a Shazam scene in housing now. Okay, now okay, we're derailing. So, how was you guys this week? I will start off because everything that's happened in the last ten minutes is all my fault or related to me. Uh, I have a bunch of family over. They are um, sorry. They are all having a, a going away party for a, a cousin of mine. And I said, hey, I have something important I want to do. We have plan every week. No problem. Fine. Well, we have a router tied up to the very high bit of our shelf. My nephew, who I love and adore dearly because this is being recorded and broadcasted live to the internet, really wanted a coloring book, so he started pulling the drawers out to get a coloring book and started shaking the, the shelf, and when you shake the shelf with the router, the router falls off and I get disconnected. Womp womp. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, I've had a great week. Uh, I've been uh, playing actually Guild Wars 2 with my girlfriend, she's a huge Guild Wars 2 fan. I've been fruitlessly trying to get her to play Wildstar, mostly for comedic sake. I even pulled out the Snarflinks and Glitter Kitty, Glitter Kitty Hoverboard because she loves cats and they just it. No, Guild War Two is just better. No, like, no progress. I'll, I'll, I'll learn to I'm live sure with it. I'll learn that. to love it. <laughs> and that was my week. Who's next? Not everyone at once. Got right? it. So <laughs> it's our new member. It's our new the new member. His name is Dead Air. Uh, how about this, this? Kelsen? How was your week? Uh, my week is pretty good. My, uh, relatively speaking, I've had a lot of real life issues come up with my uh, partner's stepfather. He's had a lot of health issues, and he is getting better. Nice. He uh, stabilized, nice. and we're able to bring nice. him home from the hospital this last That's weekend. Nice. Awesome, perfect. Uh, as a result from that, I actually stepped away from raiding for right now, a little bit due to burnout because I've been clearing Eight Escape for three months now, and I can't wait for a new raid to come out or something. <laughs> uh, but also because I have so much other stuff I want to do, and so I've been getting to focus on housing again, which has been nice because I haven't been able to do that for quite a while now. So it's been nice. Nice. <laughs> That's cool. well. Best of luck to you and your partner's uh, stepfather. I really hope he gets better. Or father. I forgot. I'm saying the words wrong already. 
Wow. <laughs> hey, Abbott, how was your week? Uh, good. Uh, work-wise, I've been really busy for the past couple weeks doing some analyses that have eaten up all my time and all my computer time. And that's all done. So I'm back to actually designing parts now, which makes me really, really happy. I've nice. had more time to play. I actually got in on the PvP event and went in for a couple battlegrounds and mashed buttons and <laughs> didn't die as much as I expected to. Thanks, Final Frontier. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my big strategy for PvP is follow Behalter. It's <laughs> pretty safe. Pretty Speaking safe. of which, Behalter, how are you feeling this fun afternoon? Uh, you know, I'm feeling okay. Last night was the first annual Behalter Falter Fest, and uh, <laughs> I got pretty drunk. I was um, chasing some brandy with whiskey, you know, <laughs> as you do. As, as um, men and women do. <laughs> Put some hair aside from that, yeah, busy. What's that? Put some hair on your chest and your, in your face. Chest, yeah, I mean, not as much hair as, say, Indigo's got, but hair. You <laughs> may have overjumped the brandy whiskey. Right. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I'll, I'll head up next. Uh, my week is was uh, pretty good. I went and saw a couple movies this week. You forgot to um, shave. Uh, I, I did forget to shave between quarter up and this. Uh, no, so I, I, the reason I'm wearing this is because I was given a, a, a just a thrashing on Twitter when we originally decided that we we're going to do this. Like, oh, Indigo, you need to you need to grow a beard because you're out beard. And then Krug shaves the day before we start this thing. <laughs> Look, we can forgive Kelzem because Kelzem is an Arn. Arn don't have facial hair. <laughs> you know what I was say? Indigo's beard right here is exactly why in Arn society, lore wise, beards are now taboo. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I would love to see like a like an R and lumberjack just lumbling, just walking around, just real luxurious <laughs> grizzly Adams beard. Just <laughs> so uh, that and uh, we, I just started a new fifth edition campaign that Krug is DMing. So uh, with that, uh, you have my axe. <laughs> and Krug, how was your week? even though you're playing Warlock. Uh, my week was great. I am in the process of building a new computer. It is a fun, strange new thing for me. I know about networks, but not about hardware at all. So I'm exploring stuff. Um, I'm very worried because I'm a very thorough person that doesn't like to venture into the unknown without at least you know 17 hours of research. Uh, I'm very worried about the heat. I don't understand how I can tell whether or not my computer will overheat. So if anybody wants to help, send me a private message on Twitch or an email to Krug at QDimes.com. Well, this man, sounds like you just need to li- liquid cool fans. it, man. Yeah, That's what go. I keep lots telling of, lots of Welcome to the future. But see, like, there's a, there's a threshold. Like, yes, I can spend $48,000 on liquid cooling and have it never overheat. Uh, oh, oh, just Chad, Chad is telling us that uh, your mic is off. They can't hear no. you. <laughs> so while you get your mic back and we all pretend like we didn't actually listen to anything you My said, we're going to go and move on because we have a ton of news this week. And this being a mega cast, there's a six different voices, so we're going to try our best to make sure we can jump around back and forth and I won't talk as much because apparently it's all I do. And well, if you're listening from Mog Nation and all you lovely people, uh, I will personally donate a plat for each time I swear on this podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. Are we doing a swear jar? We're doing a swear jar tonight. Uh, I got to be careful now. <laughs> So let's kick it off. So if you haven't noticed this week, we – well, actually, this is Sunday. So tomorrow morning when you jump onto your launcher and you're patching all sorts of fun stuff, you're going to get a nice little surprise. This is Halloween. Halloween is coming. Shades Eve officially launches on October 19th, 11 a.m. Pacific. They're doing a live stream for it as well. Oh, I'm super excited about this. I don't know about you guys. Oh, I'm very, very excited. 
Yeah, uh, I, just in the, the the fact that it's it's a year in the waiting. We're finally getting it. We got to play it on PTR, and it was a blast doing it then. I can't wait to see all of the rest of it that we didn't get to see on PTR. Yeah, we're all super curious about what that little ending bit is, right? Once you collect enough of the uh, the holiday resource, I, I'm super excited to see what that and is. Wait, I've actually stayed off the PTR for this. Interesting. And, and I haven't looked at a lot of videos. I've seen some of the videos of, of what some of the costume pieces are and stuff. But I didn't go and look at any streams of the actual events or anything like that. So it's all, you know, Monday, log in and see what it is. So actually, actually my, my, wife, my wife will be doing that while I'm sitting here working. So I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at? Oh, is it awesome? What's that? That's cool. Yeah. That green? So like perfect. Green. We get to bring you up to speed. What's basically happening is Ilium and Fade are going to get decked out in all this awesome Halloween attire. You're going to learn some of the amazing lore happening between these enigmatic characters, the Angel and Jack Shade. You get to learn and to delve in some of probably the darkest lore that Wildstar has to offer. And probably some of the darker lore I've ever seen in an MMO. There's some messed up junk here. There's some messed up stuff. <laughs> And Wildstar actually has a surprisingly dark lore as it is. Like, it's it's pretty it's 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 pretty up there with this stuff. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> but not not. I don't think it's over the top. I think it does the story. I think the story does itself justice. Oh yeah, I mean, just the right that. amount of yeah. of totally it's, fucked up. Great, Doc owes you one pot so far. Oh Sorry wait, I'm paying for everybody. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that lore is going to lead you into a brand new instance that is fantastic and super fun. It has a unique little mechanic in the, in the beginning half of it. You're gonna, it's it's very adventure esque with a little bit of a ship hand thrown in there. The way that they, they play around with it, you obviously are going to get some really cool costume pieces. There are some reusable toys. They're not pets. They're reusable toys. There's going to be even particle effects. Some extra cool. Uh, I think they're going to have a dive, if I'm not mistaken, as well. And obviously, they're going to have some really cool. Um, housing decor, some of which we did show on STOS a few weeks back. Uh, Meridas Moose had everything on his plot. And to keep in mind, because it is Halloween, make sure when you go into housing, pick up a ja- pick up a candy, the jack-o'-lantern. Because yeah. there is actually a quest tied to it. Yeah. So keep that yeah. in mind. Yeah, you go trick-or-treating to other people's houses. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And that's on the housing vendor? On the housing vendor. You don't have to go anywhere okay. else. It's not at the normal decoration vendor. It should be there, at least on PTR it was. And uh, what they were telling us was each player's individual serial code, serial code has a different candy attached to it. So if you're one of yeah. those people that likes completionist stuff, just to see what kind of stuff Ooh. there's out there, you will have to visit as many players as possible throughout the course of the event. And obviously, there's a counter that's worldwide or, or zone-wide, I should say, or, or server-wide that fills Server up. Wide. And during PTR, we did not get to complete it, so we don't know what's in store for us hmm. if we can complete Shades Eve. Yeah. There's also there's a lot of stuff people didn't find on there. Uh, KDM on the uh, on the closed beta test teased me of some side flare that comes out of the uh, instance we assume, and it was pretty sick. It reminds me a lot of Nax Ramus from World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah. sure. The aesthetic of it, it's amazing that. looking. And I'd heard that the uh, the the zombie war pig that we data mined back a few weeks back, or while we data mined back, might be an um, actual mount related to Shades Eve. But we won't know till tomorrow, <laughs> so it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah, super excited about that. So, gentlemen. 
Who wants to take the next crack at it? Next crack at it. So, you know what? I'm going to volunteer Krug. You're next. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Great, because I've never played Warhammer 40K. So, that having been said, uh, the uh, wonderful people over at um, MMORPG.com, uh, <laughs> MMORPG I say as I slowly sift through the notes, uh, <laughs> told us, got to uh, break the news that uh, Miguel Caron? Caron. Caron. Has joined Carbine Studios, which is awesome. Uh, apparently, his Facebook is the thing that uh, let that leak, um, and so he's apparently going to be the senior, or I'm sorry, the studio management consultant. Which, I mean, I don't know exactly how much that means to us. Hopefully, it's within his purview to kind of tighten down the way things work over there and streamline them. It's always good to have a fresh set of eyes to look at, you know, the way things work and make it a little better, make it a little smoother. Hopefully, get us game updates faster. Hopefully, get us, you know, game updates more frequently. I don't know. Uh, studio management kind of seems more like just uh, integrating, like making things run a little more smoothly and like getting everybody to run a tighter ship. So I know they yeah. were saying stuff like we we still technically don't have a successor to, to Mr. Gaffney who took off a while back or stepped down a while back. So maybe this is kind of a position that will help kind of fill that void possibly. Hopefully. But so key word on that is consultant. That's the key right. word in there though, which means it's not necessarily a permanent position. It is someone that is there – Externally to help out. Anyways, yeah, that's hey, if he does the job. I don't care if he comes and goes and they replace him with someone else every month. As long as they all do the job, whatever. <laughs> as a player, I'm happy. For people that don't know, it's the MMO business and, and games business in general. They're, it's kind of like you're constantly playing uh, Revolt, or what's it called, Leapfrog, and like you're playing what's the name of the game with the chairs and the music? And I'm forgetting because I'm blanking. Musical, musical, musical chairs. chairs. It, you use both <laughs> the, the words. The, the, the game with the name <laughs> chairs music. What is that? <laughs> it's like that. It's you'll always see people kind of run around, jump around. It's not like, oh my god, it's the end of the world. Warhammer forty k is destroyed, or where carbines going down the whole, down the the drain. Nope. <laughs> but None so, of those things are true because of this. Exactly. So, avid, since uh, you did some PvP this weekend, want to just re re inform us <laughs> what's going on? Well, this is only going on for a few more hours. Uh, but it is the PvP weekend. They've been doing double prestige all this weekend. So even somebody like me, where I haven't done any PvP since beta. And wow. So, yeah. So I went and said, okay, how does this work? Went, found the Season <laughs> 2 vendor, bought a bunch of PvP stuff, threw together a PvP build, said, I don't know, click, 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 click. <laughs> These things all look good. Insert um, Phase 2 keyboard. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, luckily, <laughs> I have a fantastic guild, and they were willing to, to carry me, and I just followed Bahalter as he went and wrecked face. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I got you know, a few thousand prestige out of it, and uh, just by running a couple battlegrounds. So, nice. yeah, you know, it's fun. I'll throw Double stuff in the lot. bank until, until I feel like mashing a keyboard again. How do you guys Especially feel about the weekend if... wins, actually? Yeah, it, it, what's crazy is, is that um, since we're also, I don't know everyone's sub, but I, I'm, I know I'm subbed and Krug sub, and we've been leveling our Dominion characters purely by PvP, and I have too much prestige now, so getting double of that, like, blows my mind. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh my god. PvP prestige. <laughs> it doesn't work with the mustache. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> But, yeah, so it, it's just crazy. Like, I, I can't imagine getting double of what I was already getting. I'm like, all right, cool. I own all of my amp points. I own all of my extra things. Like, I own the mount flare. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> and, and don't complain. Just saying. I'm, like, I'm not. It's not a complaint. Please do complain. not. Please have PvP double prestige on a regular basis. Thank you. Bye. 
I, I really enjoyed it. I did play a few rounds back, and obviously the people that didn't quite understand the mechanics of the game, or they just weren't obviously PvP focused, they didn't really quite know. So it was a, there was a little bit of times where I felt like I was taking advantage of players, but for the most part, I found it really, really enjoyable to just jump into a war zone or a, a PvP pot in like 10 seconds. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. The, the queues yeah. were really nice. I, I just want to say that, um, you know, I don't know if any of you guys are guilty of this, but if there's someone selling a mask, I appreciate not being the only one going after it. Just thank you. <laughs> thank you. Back to <laughs> and actually, there's another video a little bit further down these show notes that will talk a little bit more about Wild Tiki Temple uh, oh, and that's have a lot of great tips. So I'm going to take <clears> over this next little bit because they actually did update with game update notes for the 15th of October. Uh, I know typically when we go over these notes on STOS, it's more how, how it focuses the player and their classes. There's a lot of stuff here on economy and what they're going to do to change up uh, cosmic rewards and hollow wardrobe and stuff like that. There's a, a few minor fixes to raid stuff with Kurlak the Defiler. Uh, basically stuff that have been bugged out like the world bosses should be working and giving out proper loot. So we're not going to go over a ton of it. I just wanted to point, highlight a few things because we have a bunch of stuff to go over. We'll put the link in the chat. We'll put the link in the show notes as always. And everybody has it so we can just kind of move on from there. So let's see. Who wants to take over this next little bit because this is kind of cool. Uh, Christmas, guys. Yeah, there we go. Christmas. Uh, so we <laughs> says Santa Claus the younger. <laughs> right. uh, so so uh, we we're going to get our first taste of the Halloween themed holiday. Uh, this is just kind of a super teaser for uh, what's coming in December, which is the uh, the the Protostar Christmas. Uh, is there an official name for it? Winterfest, right? It's a Protostar. Yes. Uh, Gal- winter gala extravaganza or something like that yeah um and it's just a photo which is a, a, a christmas tree with a whole bunch of presents in the tree itself tree tree yeah, i'd hardly call that a tree it's like a christmas floating discs of starry happy goodness yeah um in what looks to be which uh, it, it, outside of a mall kind of goes because that's the thing is, is they talk about how you have to go to a mall and, and shop like crazy. Until you so, drop. Yeah, yeah. So it, it maybe this is like the the outside the mall thing. I don't know. We won't know until we get a little closer. There hasn't been a tremendous amount of things data mined for this as far as I'm aware. Oh, well, Katium is uh, pointing out in chat here that there were two shots of Winterfest in that video. Oh, what? I can tell you there's a snow globe decor. Ooh. I can't tell you that because I got it by accident on closed beta testing. This was dropping, and I don't think it's supposed to drop yet. I feel like Time Travel <laughs> is just following you around going, yes, just drop one little piece and let them go wild speculation. <laughs> so, I, I didn't recognize the setting at all from that picture. And actually, now that you guys said it, I totally forgot about this a possible instance coming in with the Winterfest extravaganza. So... There is that. And speaking of data mine stuff, Kelsam, you want to go over the next part for us? Uh, sure. Let's hear stuff. <laughs> I would, may have may or may not been have my mic muted, you know, chomping down. I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. the show I like to like uh, the crew all the uh, time. Well, let's see here. We got the data mine stuff. Uh, I recently saw the Reddit post on this by Wild Weave. They had a video come up that has a lot of the costumes that, are gonna be, that we assume are going to be coming out. In the near future or sometime in the future after that, uh, they have some pretty cool stuff. Some of it's been out there for a while. They have a uh, Ichthian Prince costume, some Osun themed stuff, some weapons and uh, Ichthian, some weapons that are themed after the Osun and the Ichthians. A lot of stuff that they've dated mine that looks really, really badass. Yeah. There's a lot um, of animated stuff too. Like weapons a lot are of animated stuff. now. 
you can tell you can you know it's, it's equi- you know it's like you have to wonder if it's going to be on the store if it's going to be somewhere in game or something because they put so much detail on all their artwork and you can kind of see the evolution of that as we've gone on throughout the year over a year now that we've been in Wildstar. But uh, towards the end of it, they have what we may think – what we think may be PvP-related uh, armor for that's faction-specific for Dominion and the Exiles. And I have to say, as a 100% Exile, I'm a bit jealous of the Dominion. <laughs> There's some sweet-looking costumes coming out. I mean I see a lot of – I see a lot of like influence from uh, Mad Max and Tank Girl for some of the pieces. The very first piece feels very Karate Kid-like. So I'm kind of hoping mm-hmm. like, a, like a Mr. Miyagi-style <laughs> costume that also goes around with it. It's pretty yeah, cool. Sweep yeah. the leg! Sweep the leg! That <laughs> <laughs> should be the warrior emote every time. Jackets out. You can get that from world bosses, actually. Yeah. And, so yeah. some of these, uh, as Katie said in chat just a moment ago, some of them are in-game already. Yeah. yeah. And you were yeah. right. Uh, some of those, at least I'm assuming you're right, some of those pieces, like we had one just a minute ago, there's a lot of fur lining on stuff. There's a lot of like uh, deep Arctic stuff, which kind of feels like it tur- it. it it goes tying in with the uh, the Thunderdome, or let me say that right, the Thunderdome, Thunderdome, Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Well, and, and it also goes with Pappy leaking the uh, the new area, which is mm-hmm. the snow themed right. area. So it, very heavy quotes on that leaking. Yeah, <laughs> you still give me crap for that one. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Never. Yeah. Stop. Does crap count? No. Okay. No. Good. Let's keep going. No, 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 crap is <laughs> There's a really cool, almost like paladin-looking outfit at like 12 minutes and five seconds. That, yeah, that that right there, that really floats my boat. Yeah, I'm a lot of the that. a lot of the Dominion stuff feels very tied to the church, so they're gonna really <laughs> lean on lore. It looks like for whatever they're coming up with lately. It, I, I, I don't know, man. They're they're definitely playing up the faction point. Their their art team is really finding, kind of finding that niche of what makes these characters and these factions really great and unique looking, and. I would be super jealous, like Kelsen said, for anyone rolling a Dominion character. Those channel dies, if you if you can unlock them all and they actually do affect the way they're supposed to, you can do some crazy stuff with them. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to oh, yeah. be cool. I, we're looking on the stream at the uh, costume that Avid was talking about now, and oh, my God, you're totally right. This is beautiful. It's pretty. <laughs> it's real pretty. I, I, the exile stuff looks pretty neat, but it looks a little bit more like that exile uh, ingenuity coming together there, the kind of put-togetherness. I, I, I think I could relate it to Der, uh, Mugatu's Derelict campaign from Zoolander a little bit, but <laughs> that's just... All right. I want that's a, blue a random reference down. if I've ever heard one. I'm just saying, I do kind of want the bowler, the guy with the bowler yes, hat the and skull, the skull face. Oh my god. I, that's I so want sick. that. I really want that. Spellsinger, boom. We're awesome. <laughs> uh, Behalter, can you go over the next part for us, if you'd like? Uh, the next part of the data mine stuff? Yep. Uh, well, there's been a lot of data mine stuff. Not only all these awesome costumes that we're looking at, um, there are going to be uh, new zones, new raids, a new new, new what? A new holiday. They said maybe new holiday. Um, so we got information for uh, a couple of new raids: Red Moon Terror and Proto Games All Stars. Um, what was the new holiday? As Party dis- Graw? Yeah. As a disclaimer, because it's all PTR data mine stuff, we don't really know if it's true or showing up or right. just yanking our tail. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kelly. No, go, go ahead, Kelly. 
Okay, the uh, Pro Games All Stars that they mentioned on there. There was actually a uh, that was the date of my info that they found coming up to drop six from the closed beta testing, and time travel on the Dev Tracker actually confirmed that I believe that pro, the Pro, pro Game All Stars raid, which was just kind of an introduction raid, a la the Pro Game Academy, had actually been scrapped, and we may not actually be getting that at all. Aww, but that could change. Or he could have meant he could have been just trying to throw us off. I don't know. But he did post that as of last. Last we knew that that actually is not going to be happening. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. That's kind of unfortunate. I wonder why they scrapped it. Did he like go into any detail? Maybe I'll have to go find that thread after this. Yeah, you have. You have seen that it's been a while ago, but um, right. that was basically the sum of it. <laughs> so, so since there, we've been being hinted at this like snow theme that's been going up, and then at the top of this page of the the data mine page, it's got a mount and it's got a couple other costumes. Is it me or, or does the mount look kind of like a tauntaun from Star Wars? Kind of does. A little like, bit. Yeah, yeah. I got the tauntaun feel from it, and. And you know, I, I thought they smelt on the outside, but uh as <laughs> <laughs> a bad line then, it's a bad line now, and I still love that movie. I'm so no, glad I'm so glad it I seems think that... like all those really cool mounts like the Tauntaun mount and the uh the strain corrupted snarfalinks. Oh my gosh. Well I'm 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 intrigued to see if this is a new mount or if it's just flare. Cause it kinda looks like flare. Oh, no, and... I would say it's a new it's actually yeah, it in looks the... like a mount. You think there so? is a video that I he put up with all the new mounts, and it's in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, all the skin textures look like it's part of it, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sick, though. Tons of new pets. I know I know. we talked about it on Wild. <laughs> Having trouble there with that beard, buddy? Maybe. <laughs> it's all about proper grooming technique. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Let, let's be honest. I think I'm telling you, I'm beef. eating a lot more hair than I've ever planned on eating. I'm Are you gonna, that sandwich gonna in there leave for that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna leave that there because I can only distribute so many plat to uh, whoever <laughs> can win or off me. <laughs> oh man! Hold it in, Krug. <laughs> he doesn't want to have to beep the next ten minutes out. All right. <laughs> so let's move on, shall we? So if you yes. haven't heard of Top Shelf Gaming. They like to do some some blog posts and some news and whatnot, and they had a really cool opportunity to talk to composer for Wildstar Jeff Kurtnacker. Because if you yes. haven't heard, we have new content coming out, new raid coming out, new battlegrounds coming out. We need new music for all of this. Ooh. And he's been teasing about new music coming out. I mean, we also got to see the uh, the new free to play track that got announced. We had the announcement trailer. Uh, we got the uh, the DJ caretaker music track that's in all of our housing plots now. If you want to have that. So they kind of got through this really fun bit about music and how he got into it and that kind of stuff. And I believe, didn't you guys have Kurt Necker on as well on Wildcast at one point? No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, he's so much fun not to talk about. Yet. Yes, exactly. That'd be very the cool. keyword. So definitely, this this, mm-hmm. this this is really cool stuff to me because not only is my wife a professional musician, but my first career was in film in editing, and so I dealt a lot with film composers and how music lays in and what that does to a scene and all that sort of stuff. So part of what he's talking about here, uh, I just absolutely connect to. How you could take a zone, and if you put different music with it, you have a completely different feeling for the zone. I like one of the questions they actually say is, if you could say, if you had four words to describe the Wildstar sound, what would they be? And it can't be Prince or Beck. (laughs) <laughs> so he actually has some pretty four, four awesome words adventurous evocative thematic and memorable which i think we can all kind of agree if you're listening to almost mm. any track in this game kind of really sticks out i mean Sorry, prince or back i don't want I, I think to understand Bach. that reference Bach. 
Oh, he spelled it oh, wrong. Bach. Bach. Yeah. Bach. Gotcha. He spelled it as B A C K, yeah. and then I'm like, Bach. What? That make Bach? any sense? Oh, Bach. B A C K. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Drops I did. Knowledge. I did catch somebody streaming Wildstar at one point, and they had different music playing. And it really threw me because <laughs> you know, this is one this is MMO Jeff where people tend to leave the music the way it is. Like, yeah. When yeah. I played WoW, I could not listen to the music while I played. But Wildstar, I definitely leave the music on. See, I kind of can't sometimes. So I have to actually have no music at all. I always forget once in a while. But then I'll hear like the uh, the, the Malgrave theme is still one of my favorites. And it's that still brings me right back into the game. Like, I love it. But, the Malgrave theme. The uh, the sh- The... Uh, I keep still calling it Japan. I'm always going to call them Japan. It's Expedition. Yeah. The music <laughs> mostly Expeditions the I love. So. It's one of my favorite music tracks in the game. It just really gives you that feel for that space. And Kurt Nacker is awesome at that. Yeah. Uh, so definitely go check out the one Jeff that nobody piece. has ever had any problems with. Jeff Kurt Nacker, everybody. Everybody loves you. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> and one more little piece of news before we get into some a ton of community stuff this week. For those of you who don't know, uh, I believe I believe both podcasts talked about this when it happened. There was news about NCSoft and Nexon, who are essentially the number one and two gaming companies in South Korea. And they had not so much a merger, but like an alliance of sorts. Well, it, was, it was definitely far from a merger. So Nexon, is that how you pronounce Nexon. the... the uh, Nexon. Nexon bought 14.7% of NCSoft a, uh, a couple share. years back. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, I mean, it definitely doesn't give them control of anything, but it's a huge percentage. Not and, so much control, but they had a voice. They had a definite right, voice. Yeah. Right, right. And they were very open about the fact that, like, the two companies were going to be working together and, like, trying to, you know, improve and blah, 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 blah. And everybody back then was really worried about it because those are the two people that compete. Like, those are the two behemoths in that area, and they decided to join forces and, like, okay, so where's the competition coming from? But it was also around the time that studios like Riot and and Blizzard were kind of venturing into that area. Who is unwrapping something? <laughs> <laughs> Those are called What's mechanical keys. Yeah. Love it. Embrace it. Oh, it's the thing I keep telling you, Krug. You're not allowed to buy. The thing I I'm going to buy next keyboard. week. Just <laughs> the switches them. I use don't have concrete in them. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> as you were typing. <laughs> so basically, it sounds like you're just intentionally opening infinite Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, plot number two. Don't oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, if every time I curse, I have to give a plot, and by I, I mean Doc, every time somebody types with a mechanical keyboard, for every letter, I have to give a, a plot. I'm going to be broke. I'm going to be broke. Yeah, you're going to be broke. Doc has to give a, one plat for I'll every piece. I'll have to sell my extra snarfelings. <laughs> Anyways. I can afford some more, co- you know. <laughs> well, yeah, we know you can. You're different. So it was just <laughs> announced poor, that like this past week that they decided to, for better or for worse, call off this merger they, or this end the alliance. And if you read it from MMOGames.com, it kind of reads like one of those Hollywood breakups where it's like, well, I guess both parties just weren't feeling it anymore, so we're just going to let it go. I think they were trying to prevent an incursion from the other two big gaming companies that were coming from the U.S. I don't think it worked, and I think that was the only reason they had, you know, quote-unquote joined forces. So I think really that was, like, th- that was the whole point of the strategy, and the strategy didn't work, so there's no reason to kind of keep these shares. Like, I don't think it was helping them financially, uh, either party, and so they just kind of sold them. Yeah. Um, I just say that because you know. the last sentence was just a funny. The two com- quote the two company CEOs supposedly maintain a friendly relationship 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> As they know each other from school many years ago. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> like, two generals on the battlefield, and then they, like, the battle's over, and they both go back to the same bunker, and they, like, sip tea, and, like, I don't know. Remember that was my all the good times. Well, yes, sir, I do. Is it me, or does Nexon and NCSoft's logo look, look like... almost the exact same, yeah. Yeah, well, they were okay. best friends, apparently. <laughs> Like, yeah, you know, so that means they're logos. The names actually also sound similar. Maybe it's the same person running both companies. That's a conspiracy. Everybody. That's, yeah. that's a tinfoil conspiracy there. Let's yeah, not touch that yeah. one. <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to see Inigo wear both tinfoil hat and that beard for the rest of the show. But... <laughs> he puts his... By the end of the show, Inigo's not going to be wearing anything. I would look like a homeless person with the tinfoil hat and the beard. <laughs> put it on, oh, put it on. Anyway, let's move on. We have a ton of community news this week. And, oh, goodness um, gracious. I feel really bad for, like, doling out, like, I'm just trying to keep it going. But, uh, uh, Avid, do you want to talk about what happened this time? I'm going to give all the fun PvP stuff to you this week. <laughs> Thanks! Uh, I, I know you're now a bloodthirsty warrior who only looks and drinks the blood of, of many Orans. Of course. No, but but this this sort of event is, is totally fun because it's, I mean, I don't even see it so much as a PvP event. It's just a big community event, you know, where... Uh, a bunch of people go in and raid the other capital city. So this was a bunch of Dominion and invading Thade. And which server was this on? Warhound. This is on Warhound. This is on Warhound. Yeah. Um, so obviously, the pulse is involved. Like obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is. I just love this this kind of event. I did a big one in uh, WoW um, where there was a, an all dwarf guild that was fr- you, from you this part of that podcast. guild too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love doing Battlegrounds back <laughs> yeah. guild. Oh, my God, it was so much fun. Yeah. So uh, so we all went and we invaded Thunderbluff, and, uh, and nice. that, was, that was a really awesome event. So that's, that's exactly what this brought to mind for me. And it actually made me think, you know, it'd be really cool if there were faction leaders that were killable by the other side. Yes, absolutely. You could go in and do that as sort of a, a, a goal. You know, maybe it's yeah, achievement or a title or something like that. Just to promote this sort of stuff. Because I find this this sort of stuff totally, totally fun. Uh, absolutely. And this is uh, this is by the way an eight minute and six second video. I find it super, super impressive that they survived for that long. Yeah. And then you see near the end ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Well and it wasn't even that. They're, I don't think they were messing with any guards. I think they just stood in the center of Thade and waited for people to come. And then at some point, like Thade got organized and just swarmed them, and they started dropping. <laughs> it was oh, this. This is such a great video. And props to be pulsing the rest of the people in this video because the, uh, very the, entertaining. The the biggest issue with um, creating a, a a encouraging encouraging each faction to do this is the fact that is that it's significantly easier to get to Thade as a Dominion character. Yeah, they have to than, work on that. Than it is for yeah. a exile player to get to Ilium. Like it's it takes you a long time to be able to get to Ilium as an exile. So it, it would be a little unbalanced in that aspect. But I, I'm down. I, I'm down. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I mean, technically, the world boss, I mean, the, the faction leaders are there, but yeah, I'd rather them have some kind of way of getting through to them easier to fight them. Well, there has to be like a reward of some sort, and I don't know what that should be, like and blah, awesome blah, 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 but yeah, yeah some, something cool. Something cool that just shows, hey, me and like a, a very large handful of my friends demolished an entire city run by other players. Katie points out something in chat. We yeah. can use the world boss teleporters now. 
Oh yeah, because it's a lot closer. Feeling Ooh. a lot closer now. You have Queen. Yeah. Got you have, it. Is it Queen Honeygrave in Daradoon? And then also nice. you have what's the nearest one in like Wife or White Vale? I forget. So the three of us are uh, going, or the six of us are going on to our XL characters and demolishing <laughs> Ilium. Just the six of us, right? Just six. The might be a little strong demolishing. <laughs> a little strong. The, like it's, it's more like throwing the buildings are going to crumble. Pain. So let's move hey, on. Hey guys, I'm over here. Exactly. So while you're taking advantage of the PvP weekend that just ended, because you're going to be hearing this later on past this week, and hopefully itching for another PvP Prestige weekend, you should really go check out OxTube's video on things you don't know about Wild Tiki Temple. Now what this really is, if you haven't heard from OxTube, they briefly had a show called Ox and Shack Talk Back that was a really, really fun show, really educated. These guys went in-depth. They were really, really great at this, and so Ox has taken that philosophy into his videos as well where not only is he giving you kind of the basic rundown of Wallatiki Temple for new players, he's also kind of giving you tips and ideas and suggestions about what to do for defense, what to do when you're flag carrying, what to do with your team. Uh, so it's, it's a little bit of an all-inclusive guide for people that are trying to learn more about the match and trying to learn you know, how to properly navigate through it. Because, I mean, Capture the Flag is pretty basic as an MMO TVP battle type, but because you have all these extra parts and uh, these two alternate routes, they, they do add a fun bit of depth. And he's been around playing this match for a long, long time. A lot of us have. So if you get a chance, please do check out things you didn't know about Wallatiki Temple. Leave some feedback because Ox is pretty fantastic at this stuff. Uh, I have a question for Wildcast, guys. There, There's a curse word on screen that is as a result of the video that we are currently oh, showing. Oh, don't you dare say Does it. Does that count? What? Does Doc <laughs> owe a plat for that word? <laughs> since, we're, since we're audio only... Does not count. Gotcha. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Suck it. Oh, wait. Moving on. <laughs> Kelsem, uh, what can you tell us a little bit about this whole crafting thing? I, 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 if you want to tackle that one next. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, first of all, I didn't get to show notes until about 10 minutes before the show. That's so a, I actually have a video. And uh, I can tell you that the crafting system is definitely improved from what it used to be uh, without watching the Wild Bee video, which I'm sure is spectacular. Um, but more than anything, the uh, crafting system has really kind of made it flow better uh, instead of having so many ridiculous amount of patterns that you have now in free-to-play. You don't have uh, one or two – one item for like each armor slot, and then you can get – depending on your – uh, core that you put into it, you can get a green or a blue or a purple quality. And you can even, um, I'm not sure if it made it to life, but on closed beta testing, you can even use a higher level core and a lower level item to supercharge it. So um, it's definitely a lot better than it used to be. I think players are a little bit confused on where to get their uh, crafting vouchers. But uh, as far as I'm aware, those still come from the crafting dailies that you get every day. I but so, yeah. But um, other than that, um, the new crafting system is great. I love it. They didn't really need, uh, touch architects or technologists that much. Uh, but for crafting and armor-wise, for alts, for uh, those of us that are rating Datascape, we can get mass crafts, Datascape quality gear for our alts or GA if you're still progressing through GA. So, um, yeah, it's great. I will say as somebody who's been crafting on the old system for a while, I always forget to switch a weapon from what it is to what it like from assault to support or the other way around. That was that's uh, another great feature though, is that you can It's change, a wonderful change. feature. Can't you even leave it like in a build now too? Or is it just one or the so. other? Because that's the, if, if you can leave a slider so you yeah. can control just just how much you want it to go either way. If, if you I've only experienced 
a, a toggle. It's, like a, it's it has a talent a, point. And whenever you left or your right for assaulter or support, because mm-hmm. I thought I heard somewhere that you could do it in the middle, but that yeah, wouldn't make sense. A, they they, they did talk tree. about it. Yeah, they talked about it on the, the, the dev stream that you will be able to do that. And oh. I believe Doc is right that it is a talent-specific point that you can choose that will allow you to uh, to use that. That's interesting. Yeah. Cool. So those of you who want to be more of a jack-of-all-trades character can have that option as well. Yeah. Indigo, you want to go over the next bit for us, please? No! Damn. <laughs> is ruined. The reign of terror is over, Doc. No. Okay, Darth Vader. Uh, so, uh, mistakes were made. Is that the one we're talking about? The yep, uh, yes. Datascape guides? Okay, as someone that has yet to raid, you totally picked the right person to talk about. This. I'm, doing good this, I'm doing good this podcast, aren't I? <laughs> Uh, so uh, it, it's it's the guys from um, incentive to Jurassic uh, grades, uh, and that's another plat. I will take and... that one with pride. <laughs> I apologize, so, Nation. Mistakes were made. Uh, uh, put together a datascape overview and some guides together. Um, they, ha- I haven't had a huge chance to go through this because I haven't had a need to because I don't raid yet. But I did. Uh, uh, I did save this for later. You and me, pal. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm looking forward to it uh, when I get to that point, but I'm not there yet. I'm still working on my Dominion. But um, yeah, the update it, it just gives us a list of um, uh, a list of updates, some guides, which we'll send uh, to you guys in chat and uh, on show notes for anyone that's watching this later. Um, and uh, sorry, this that is, is the weird. ugliest neck beat I've ever Take seen. Your face off. <laughs> it's it's Amish, thanks guys. It's Amish, right? <laughs> um so yeah, I, I didn't really have a chance to go over any of this. Uh anyone that raids have any opinions on, on, on but, their stuff? But Halter, uh, do you do you does Final Frontier use guides? We do, do you every in? once in a while, but we're usually fans of just beating our heads against something until it dies. So <laughs> That is the ultimate we, guide. Is it dead yet? No. We, we work out what works for us, and uh, we, we tackle it. But um, as we're getting further and further into Datascape, um, this will probably be useful for us because this is pretty much covering every boss fight that we haven't done as of yet. Um, so I'm sure we'll look it over, and uh, once we're more comfortable with some of the earlier fights and going to have to do these every week, that uh, this will be beneficial to us. Yeah. It's definitely it's definitely a time thing because if if you're a guild that only raids two or three nights a week, you know, like World Last is the top exile guild, and they raid up to five nights a week during progression oh uh, during progression raid. Yeah, wow. And but you know, like uh, my partner's guild, GSG, they raid two nights a week, or Drow, which is a guild I'm in, raid three nights a week. Once you're getting through about half a datascape, and you have to clear all that stuff, and you start getting to the elemental pairs, or you're working on Avidus, who is the last boss. You really want to be able to get the most effectiveness out of your time that you can. So guides like this are really, really helpful for not having to bang your head after that when you only have, you know, let's say, a day left in your three-day raid week after you've cleared everything previous to that. Especially free-to-play uh, and a lot of the stuff, a lot of the damage and the stats have changed and people are still adjusting. So it's, I think it's really awesome that they're taking the time to put a guy out like that. It's going to help a lot of people that can't raid five nights a week. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, sure. Was what I was going to touch on is after the stat changes, I'm sure that very drastically affected the rating community and like how they, you know, obviously the whole point is to min max your composition. Now it's a lot harder to do that because there's a lot of, you know, changes you have to catch up with and having something like this available. And it, it, I don't think it takes any of the fun out. I think it just kind of makes it a little less frustrating to adjust to a new meta kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. 
And actually, I'm going to shoot this one back over to Avix. I think he might like this part of uh, the next part of the of the show notes. Secrets of Nexus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually I'm, I'm really digging this this series. Um, so so this is done by Drakus, and she's doing um, she's doing this in conjunction with Wildstar Core. So it's Wildstar Core and Geeks of Nexus together. And uh, so the latest one she put out, actually, I heard her talk about it on Geeks of Nexus, and I haven't taken a look at it yet. But she's showing uh, things like the secret stashes, if you haven't found those yet, and you want to see where they are, she'll show you where they are. And my plan with these on the secret stashes that I haven't found is to actually start watching the video and start to get a little hint of where it is, and then like, okay, go dive in game and then start. (laughs) See if I I can find them. Because I have found probably six or seven of them uh, all on my own without looking them up so I I, I really enjoy finding stuff like that and then also in this article there's there's something in Celestian which gets you an achievement called Feathered Friend and I have no idea what this is so I'm (laughs) I'm excited to take a look so but I, I I really enjoy all these things I mean the secret stashes is like okay there's one per zone there's an achievement for it and so on and you get a little piece of gear or something from it um, but then the things like this feathered friend achievement it's just a completely separate thing it's out of the way if you stumble upon it then you know about it and if you don't then you don't and there's no breadcrumb that's going to lead you there you know it's just like the Alice in Wonderland cave or the two oh gosh I can never uh, all right, Katie, what's the name of the two guys that uh, have the conversation? Oh, the, the two marauders. The, two the name of the two guys that have a conversation? She knows uh, what I'm talking about. She knows what he's yeah, talking they about. Show up, it's, you know, it's, they show up in Alderaan. Yeah, they're in Galaris. In Galaris, yeah. I don't remember the names yes. either. It's, yeah, yeah exactly. it's the Krog and the human from the Darkspur cartel, right? Yeah, exactly. Those two guys. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Those guys are hilarious. No, it's seriously like the best NPC conversation that's in all of Wildstar. Yeah. Period, hands down. The only one better than and, that, and is she does. She doesn't know the names off the top of her head. So the only anyways. one, the only one that's better than that one is the Chua and the Lop when he gets a Malgrave for the first time, and their exchange is probably a little bit better. That, that's away. that's another really good one. I also really like that one. Andy, so. remember that one time we killed that one thing in that one place? Yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where we cool. didn't sit there and read text logs uh-huh. and conversations I, instead I, of finally things. Yeah, finally, yeah. I'm with an educated erudite group. Wow. I can appreciate wow. my love of backstory and lore. Enough of you, please be gone. Anyway, actually, no, wait, wait, wait. I need you both for the next part. Uh, <laughs> Krug, if you want to go over the next little bit of news, please. Sure. Uh, we're talking about Thadefest 3. I'm going to put the deets for Thadefest 3 up wait, on. Wait, wait, oh. we skipped something. Oh, we, oh, we skipped something. Uh, yeah. we got to let them know, all our EU friends. Geeks, Geeks of Nexus. Yeah, I'll do this real quick. Geeks of Nexus, the new episode is episode 21. And Jazzy is now the new co-host on Geeks of Nexus. Really? Yeah. Awesome. So I mean, it's now Jazzy and Akasaurus. And Drakus. Oh, Sparky gone or he's just coming back temporarily? Spark, Sparky no. left us. He oh, left. Sparky. Him in his sexy, sexy voice. <laughs> so hang on to that SCOS uh, bumper that he did. Because right. We're going to have to start playing that more oh, often. It's staying. It's staying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to put in the beginning of the audio just just for that. It's a Sparky Memorial. <laughs> but as always, okay. Geeks and Nexus is fantastic. He's not dead. I just PSA. He's not. He's not dead. It's not a memorial. <laughs> but his sexy voice, we don't get to hear again for a while. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, Avid, right. or uh, right. uh, Krug. Now continue. <laughs> Thadefest time. I'm going to put the yes. 
info up on the screen. For those of you that don't know, Thadefest is a really, really wonderful uh, gathering of Wildstar community members that happens in Thade. Uh, it is an awesome, and you, you can see all the things that happen, contests, races, raffles, panels, live music, and fun in general. It's great. It's, it, I, when we did it last, there wasn't really any combat-oriented things, but the races were really, really fun. Uh, the contests include things like uh, costume contests. There's some housing contests. Uh, does anybody remember anything else that happened contest-wise? Well, there oh, was, they, do, they do little There was the murder things. mystery. Yeah, there yeah, was. They had a murder mystery. mystery. Uh, there was a fade race. There was a foot race they had last time. Yes. Yep. That I and won. It's, they're, they're all super, <laughs> super – and this is the part that I like about them the most because it really frustrates me when there are community events like this that are disorganized and you don't know where to go or how to get there or where to go next. This is really well organized. Like Fade Fest 2, which is the one I went to, was super well organized and I just – I couldn't get enough of it. Uh, I'm not – oh, yeah. They, they do have live music, so they're going to be using um, – uh, Wildstar Radio to broadcast. They announce winners over his channel as well, so you can listen to that stream and, and kind of you know get all the information that you could ever look for about the event. And it's just great. There are a lot of people that show up. Everybody chats and talks and, and competes, and it's really fun. I would highly, highly recommend it. Uh, the link to the thread is going to be in the show notes. The thread is very, very detailed, so just go ahead and read through it and get an idea of what to expect, and then show up on November yeah, 26th. If you only have a Dominion character, it's worth making an XL character Absolutely. and leveling up yep. to, to this. Yeah. And it won't detract from anything. Yeah, it really won't. Fun. Yeah, and and if you have an idea for an event that you want to run during Thade Fest, get in touch with Chestnut and uh, and run it by her because they're always looking for more stuff to add to it. Totally I'm community run event. My my uh, STOS race title for Thade Fest three. Bring it on. Uh, if you would like to go onto YouTube, you can find a video where Indigo falls off of a platform during a race and screams like a girl. It is the it funniest is thing ever. Phenomenal. Just, no, no, no. Because I was doing so good. And then, <laughs> then you felt like a pleb. <laughs> I liked it. Anyway, Thade Fest 3, highly recommended. Please attend. It was great. Yep. The Thadening? What, what's the, what, what are we pitching what are we for it? the, the, the Thadening? Was, was yeah. Thade Fest 2 Electric Boogaloo? Yeah, yeah, yeah this, was was <laughs> this time it's personal. There we go. This time <laughs> it's personal. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> Let's see. Who wants to take on the next little piece of news? I have not seen this one, actually. Uh, oh, this is, this is a good one. Oh, what is it? Notes, Notes from Nexus is a blog that got started up by Big Damn Heroes. And it's uh, so this is just a really good blog piece that I think is great for all of us to, to read, all of us that are involved in the community. And just, you know, it's, it's just about communication, especially with newer players. And just getting out there, especially when you jump into a dungeon or an adventure with them, talk to them, communicate, find out, have they done it before? Do they know what they're doing? And if you notice that, you know, maybe they're not interrupting or that sort of thing, explain it to them. You know, we've got a really, really good community. And we don't want to see this be like, wow, where people... You know, go into LFG and pop into a dungeon and nobody says anything for 20 minutes, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, it's just the, the reason the community is what it is is because people have talked to each other. And, and uh, I would say, like, I, I, I would be lying if I, would, if I said that I'd never felt the urge to just leave a group. And I think that's mostly because sometimes I get frustrated and don't want to spend an hour typing out the instructions to something. So what I did was out of game, I just made a couple text documents of all the like 
different, you know, pulls of every dungeon, for example. And then if somebody's having trouble, I'm like, hey, do you want me to explain this? Yes. And then I just copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. Done. And then they can take some time and read it. I'm okay with sitting there and not having to type and think, wait, hold on. Is this phase two or phase one? I don't remember. And then it's fine. And then, you know, we go on. Like 90% of the time, the people that are having troubles are actually really good players and they just don't understand. And so you explain like, oh, avoid the tornadoes and interrupt when you get to to the boss. And then they're like, oh, oh, okay. That's how we don't wipe. Gotcha. And then they just do it and you move on. And it's great. It's great. And then they, you know, send you a friend request and you're happy. I mean, and that kind of thing exponentially helps the community because if you explain to someone how to do something correctly and they learn how to do it, they can then explain that to someone else. And it's a chain reaction. Whereas, you know, there's kind of been this unfortunate level 50 uh, veteran dungeon kind of culture that's developed since then where people will try and kick people that aren't in, like, veteran adventure or expedition gear. And they do it because they say that they're wiping the stuff, but they're wiping to these encounters because they aren't explaining it. Like, the first boss of Storm Talons Slayer, you have to interrupt them. You need to bring, like, three, like, I think it's two interrupt armor now. All you need is two interrupts. It, do, it takes two minutes to say, please interrupt this boss when he casts this cross-looking telegraph. Yeah, Stand be. on these dudes, you know, and drop the circles on them. It doesn't take that long. Why? There's no point in vote kicking someone because that creates a bad experience for those players. Exactly. They're going to go off and tell their friends about that. And they're not going to want to play. Or you could ex- yeah, or you could explain it to them, and then they can go explain it to other players. So it's you know it's it it. it so really, the more you explain it to people, the less you have to explain it to people, it or the less you have to deal with people either. not knowing. If you ask yeah. like a mm-hmm. minute before the the encounter, like, hey, who knows this? Who doesn't know this? And all I have to do is say, okay, uh, ju- avoid the cross, don't hit the ads, wait till you drop your weapon, drop telegraphs on ads, interrupt the third phase, we keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, you can. And you, you don't have to. Explain, you don't even have to. A lot of the boss fights, you don't even have to explain the entire thing. You can explain the key points that are important. You can interrupt this and this, or we're going to wipe. You know, if you can stay out of the red for the rest of it, we'll be fine. And that's most boss fights in, yeah. in a nutshell, except yeah. for Skullcano. <laughs> except for yeah. Skullcano. We don't talk about Skullcano here. <laughs> then, then you phone a friend, and that friend is Kelzam in raid gear, and then he <laughs> helps you. That's how that works. So, so I know we're going to be going into add-ons soon, but because Krug said of you know he creates a little text document and puts it in and, and has something to copy and paste from, I figured I'd highlight an add-on that I just put into the show notes. It's called Crash Course, yeah. which basically will do exactly that. has all that information for all the early level bosses, and you just <laughs> type it up, and when was, boom. Where did what? this show up? What? I know about this. I That's didn't cute. even think to look for an oh my god! that does this. You, sir, are wonderful. That Between this cool. and Disco Telegraphs, Behalter has a single cha- handedly changed the way I played this game sometimes. <laughs> Disco Telegraphs is still. Is at, oh my god, it's amazing. I'm having a seizure. Yeah, I'm missing the telegraph. <laughs> See, so, I, originally I got just I got Disco Telegraphs just for my stream to be funny because I was listening to trance music. So I was like, mm-ch, mm-ch, <laughs> and eventually I was like, actually, this makes it easier to see stuff. I'm gonna leave this on. Nice. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so I'm instantly. You know what? We, we are gonna do a need Thank repass. You, I'm just gonna put an instant need on Crash Course. So long as it stays updated, <laughs> need the need the daylights out of it. <laughs> it's updated October second. This is great. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's, it's up to date, which is even better. Yep. So. We have a ton of add-ons showing up. Obviously, since Wildstar's gone free-to-play, players have been asking, oh my gosh, what do I need for this add-on? Do I even need add-ons? Do I have like this thing and that thing? Oh, who, what are we missing? So players have been developing add-ons left and right. First off, we are actually going to do that uh, awaited need-greed pass on Louis Hold'em. For those of you that don't know, Louis Laser and his friends created a poker app that you can play in Wildstar while you're waiting for whatever. Waiting for your friends to hop on so they can raid with you. 
waiting for that extra person to come in for your PvP group, or just simply, you know, you have downtime, you're chilling with friends, and you don't really want to leave, so you create, like, a housing plot, like a poker tournament, and you can play there. So, Krug and I got to play with it, and I believe Avid, just on principle, has a rating for it as well. And honestly, I'm going to say greed. It's a solid, solid greed. Mostly because this is something completely superfluous. It can be a pass because it's just we don't really need it. But it's easy to use, and if you understand the game of Poker Krug, it's a very, it's a, it's a very <laughs> quick and dirty app. So it's, oh, I hate you for that so much. That's another plat. <laughs> no, it's not dirty. No, it's, that's not okay. plat. Perfect. It's entirely so, visual. Okay. <laughs> so um, th- that's honestly just quick and dirty for me. They made it really intuitive. You just create a lobby. You can put a password on it so you can only have your friends jump on if they want to do it. I think you can support up to eight players. They all sit down at the table, and then you follow the rules of Texas Hold'em. Solid, yep. yeah. solid greed. It's really fun. Yeah, I'm solid, give solid, it... solid need for me. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I'm definitely going to give it a need. Like, there's no way that you don't need that. There's no way that you. So either you have the option of having something that distracts you while you wait in a queue or not. Like, why would you not just download it? It's fun. You make money. It's, it's like it's okay, good. And, and 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 then I can get all the Krug's plat, and then it's exactly. <laughs> everybody wins. You you assume that I have a single plat, and you would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> And you, I believe you can actually set your, your blinds as well. So if you are playing just kind of low stakes, chilling out with friends, a few copper and silver, not a big deal. But if you really want to go all in, you can make your blinds ridiculous. So keep that in mind. I believe it's literally using your in-game money. So you may want to be a I've little actually, careful with that. I've actually not figured out if that is the case. I can't, yeah, I get, can't that figure that part. When, I get that to When you screen. and I were playing, it was for fake money. It was We just had 10 random plat, and I'm on like a level 30 character that has like 40 gold. So oh, it, will it couldn't have been my real money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it might support that. It might not. I'm not entirely sure. We are, we are now unintentionally supporting gambling habits throughout our audience. Yes, we are. Yes, we absolutely are. Hi, my name is Doc, <laughs> and I lost 15 plat. <laughs> <laughs> She's so, like, I'm personally, I'm personally going to give it a pass just because I have used it, and it does take real plat, and I already have a bad enough gaming addiction of fortune points, and this is, not, this is just another symptom of that. <laughs> so you heard it here, folks. Nice. It's a need from Krug and from Avid. It's a greed from Doc, and it's a pass, a solid pass from Kelsum. <laughs> a solid pass. So, a solid uh, I will keep money. Thank you. Exactly. And I'm going to kind of run down the rest of these add-ons real quickly. I've had a chance to personally try a few of them out, and some of them I haven't, so I do apologize. Oh, crew, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I want to go over PvP pat tab. Okay, go for it, dude. You're on. Because I, I, I didn't see this until the show notes today, and this is kind of exactly what I've been waiting for. The The current way to look at stats in a PvP match in Wildstar is garbage. It is absolute garbage. It does. It is not attractive. It's not a concise way to represent information. It, it, there's, nothing, there's nothing good about it except for the fact that you could eventually find the information you want if you try hard enough. This is gorgeous and it is a really great way of presenting information and it prevents, pre- presents more information to you. And I, I just don't understand why people would not use this add-on. I, I, I'm going to say I have not actually tried it myself because I just found it today and I haven't had a chance to log on yet today with queue time stuff. Uh, but I, am, I, I did in, immediately install this and next time I'm on, I will have this add-on. And if it does not crash constantly, it's staying because it's so pretty and awesome. Which oh is weird because Spreadsheet Boy never says the word okay. pretty with anything. <laughs> it's, 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 really, it's really attractive. And it shows – I didn't notice this. It shows summaries for the whole team at the top. That's cool. 
That's awesome. Yeah, it's a great add-on. Uh, it's called. It was called. What was it? PVP yeah. tab. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run through these real fast because we still have to do uh, the community question as well as a cast choice because we are running a little bit late. I do apologize or long. I do apologize and late. I really apologize for that. Uh, random mount will actually allow you to pick whatever mount you want to constantly write on and let you randomize through that. So give that a shot if you want. I'll try and do a knee pass for all of these at a later date. Auto target, if I'm not mistaken, will actually allow you to show. And maintain focus on a target or targets, so you get multiple focus targets. So keep that in mind if that's what you need. United Dialogues is a unique one because it will allow you to turn uh, quest dialogue into kind of like a better quest logs. If you have used that, it's mostly just simple. It's simple and easy to read. None of the crazy bubbles that are constantly popping up. And it gives you everything right there at, at your fingertips. So you kind of like can blast through your questing a little bit faster. Uh, and Archbishop is, from what I've heard, really fun for healers. It takes a little bit of that grid mentality where you can target your group members with the lowest health. They're faster and easier to use. It shows right up for you. Uh, that one well, I'll definitely go try out. Yeah, that I, I think I'm definitely going to try that too. It it only shows members that are below a certain health. It only shows a certain number of members. And you can build a macro to automatically target your ally with the lowest health, which I think is the most useful part. Because yeah. I'm always scanning through my grid and I'm like, all right, this guy has the lowest health. And then I look over and somebody has like 40,000 less health. I'm like, oh, good. I need to heal that guy instead. Um, it's it. I think this could be really useful, uh, but I haven't tried it, obviously. So I will reserve my judgment for later. Okay. And we're going to skip that random part because it's completely random. And I will give this last bit over because the gentleman from Wildcast, this is all your forte. Okay. So this time for the Wildcast community question, we asked, what was your favorite PvP moment from this event? And we didn't get a lot of answers, mostly because I uh, totally forgot about this until about four hours ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Twitter. Should have done it yesterday. Yeah, it didn't happen. Um, but... Um, for answers, we did get from Annie Loy at Lady Annie Loy. She said everything. With she just face. really loved this event. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. From, from our chat here, uh, Tech and Daggers said the time I lasted more than two seconds in a rated match, <laughs> which I totally get. Although, although I, I have to say, uh, the the two matches I did, they were what is that? Halls of the Bloodsworn? Is that yeah. right? Yeah, and right. So we were attacking first both times, and I was actually amazed the first half of the first match, when the, whole, the whole time we were attacking, I did not die. Wow. <laughs> and, and that is all because of that gentleman right there. <laughs> so, there you go. Um, and then Eclipse Gaming uh, mentioned in the chat that they have three recorded, very competitive rated Battleground matches oh, that they'll sweet. be putting together and posting soon. Sweet. So keep I mean, an eye have, out for that. I actually have a favorite moment, and that was the and this happens a lot. Is the other day I was doing a Blood uh, Halls of Bloodsworn match, and every time someone sits there and they think they're winning, they get bored and they go AFK at their uh, capture point. And Holy as a stalker, God. I just come up and capture it right in front of them. <laughs> and I do that a lot. <laughs> my, really my favorite is just gating away from like ledge to ledge on the second capture point and just annoying every single warrior that just tries to grab me it's the best part about this weekend all right i can throw one in i started playing an esper my favorite part is having a team following a mass carrier and just being my own cc train and just mm, stop and stop and <laughs> stop and stop because esper utility is broken as shit it is <laughs> oh God. Mm. there's a plan oh, oh. I, I really need Ed to be on this show ever again <laughs> uh, uh, 
Well, now it's time for... Cash Cash. Choice! There we go. We'll put the sound effects in on our show. (laughs) (laughs) Would they actually sound good? (laughs) All right, so for those of you that aren't familiar with this, this is a little something that we do on Wildcast where we just open up the floor for people to talk about whatever they want to talk about. It doesn't even have to be Wildstar-related. I've got several things this week, but let's go ahead and start with Behalter. Why you got to start with me? You have so much to talk about. You're first on the list. <laughs> at the top of the list. Alphabetical <laughs> order, buddy. That's how that works, right? Oh, wait. It goes from the top down. That's Oh, okay. Um, I don't really have much to talk about this week. The only thing that I was going to mention is um, Season 1.5 Arena 3v3 Rewards Borked. Uh, I found a thread in the forums. It seems like I'm probably not the only one that's having this issue. Um. But I know that the rewards that were coming from the season one and a half, three B three things have not been going well in terms of getting them out to people. Uh, I know a lot of people that were supposed to get them and did not, or did get rewards and um, it, they worked weird. once, didn't work a second time. It's weird. So if you uh, if you're having issues with it, I'm assuming that they're going to be coming up with fixes for it and keep putting in bug reports yeah. and um final frontier is always looking for new people especially now with the uh free-to-play push so if you guys are looking for a guild rating guild fun guild a pvp guild as avid found out this week uh come <laughs> find us on final frontier us.engine.com they are fantastic guys i've run with them a lot of with a lot of stuff they're so people. they're good people yeah i'm still in yeah. final frontier actually yeah it's a, it's a good group good group all right, I've got several things this week. Um, uh, so one of the things I've noticed leveling characters, and as my wife is leveling characters, I thought the idea with the primes was that they were taking away the red outline, but then they were going to move them like off to the side. So yeah, they were going to be too. like groups of primes off the side. And they're, they're not moved in many, many zones. They are exactly <laughs> where they've always been, except now they are no longer red. <laughs> and in the in the def- with the default nameplates, there's there's no symbol there to indicate mm-hmm. that it's a prime. So you can just start attacking something and be like, oh, Why now is it not oh, I dying? really need to run away. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's just you know if they're not going to move, if we could put the red outline back on them, so that you know <laughs> not, just, well. not to attack them, please. That'd be really if you good. guys could stop trolling us, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then an, another thing, as as a casual player, um, you know, one of the things that we used to do a lot of was challenges, right? Mm-hmm. And with the reward changes to challenges, and now they've got the you know kind of the thermometer system that fills up and whatnot. I have not really been doing the challenges because the in the leveling zones, the rewards you're getting are not really you know you're getting gear fast enough that doing challenges for gear isn't you know doesn't really motivate me to do them and all the fun stuff all the decor and pets and everything that's now elsewhere that's either on a vendor or it's in discoveries or stuff like that and so i don't know challenges seem to have lost their charm plus there's there's a bug um at least on certain characters where it's not remembering the amount of challenge points like you go in you do a housing challenge log out come in and it doesn't remember that you did that challenge so you have to do a whole bunch of challenges in, in a one short amount session, of time. Yeah. without yeah. zoning, you know, outside of housing to yeah. for it to to get the to the top reward. 
Um, so, I mean, obviously that's, you know, bug report time and all that, but, right. but still, I mean, compounded with the other stuff, uh, yeah, housing is one of the few places where the challenges can actually get you to core items. But with that little bug in there, that kind of throws that out the window too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last thing to complain about, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, mounts we've got more big mounts now we're going to be getting more big mounts oh. i would really love to see mount exclusion zones i second that like yes. yeah you know like all around the uh, auction house and all those sorts of people the contract and questing area all, all that sort of stuff it'd just be nice to force people to dismount once they get into that area and then you don't have people sitting on their mice i mean fortunately you know if you point the right direction if you get close enough point the right direction you can hit f and you'll target the right thing. It'll open it up anyway. I'd like so it's to better say than it could be. That but. I was talking about this for several months, and everyone's like, oh, not a big deal. It won't be that big a deal. Oh, it's going to be fine. Everyone's going to be cool with it. The moment they saw the Ichthyan Mount for the first time in-game, everyone went like, oh, no. Sure enough, <laughs> there's like 14 Ichthyan Mounts just sitting there in front of the auction house. I feel like that yeah. guy from Independence Day It's like, see, the aliens are real! <laughs> What's wrong with you people? <laughs> yeah, they're just crawling around everything. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so, all right. Well, okay. So now to, <laughs> on to something positive, which is not at a, uh, completely Wildstar related, which is Extra Life. Extra Life Ooh. is coming up in just a few weeks. And uh, so my the link to my Extra Life page will be in the show notes. So please go there, donate. Uh, come to Mog Nation on Twitch and watch our stream all day or pop around. There'll be lots of people streaming that day for Extra Life. If you feel motivated to, you know, jump on there, make an account, and raise money yourself. Put a team together. Raise money. Compete with other teams. Uh, it's it's a great, great charity that is raising money for kids' hospitals. And you can you can actually target your local kids' hospital. So I'm targeting Dornbeckers here in Portland, Oregon, nice. as the local kids' hospital, and all the money I raise will go right to them. Is this the uh, – Extra Life is the one that um, Penny Arcade does, right? No, no that's no, Child's Play. No, no. Also Child's good. Play. All right. Different. Yes. Child's, Child's right. Play raises money specifically to put video games and that sort of thing into kids' hospitals so that when right. kids are there, they've got something to do that they enjoy and are familiar with. And Extra Life is actually raising money for the hospitals themselves. Last year, gotcha, they raised gotcha, over gotcha. $6 million. Wow. It's fantastic. So, That's insane. Yeah, yeah. Good cause. All right, Indigo. Uh, so uh, I am not a huge housing person ever. And uh, just recently, I actually got the housing bug and have been building crazy. Like, just caught, like in between every single match, all I'm doing is either uh, – Seeing if I have enough plat to buy stuff or uh, like PVPing, so it's 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 been really fun uh, and exciting, and it, I, I'm discovering all of the weird nuances of housing and how things to build, how to build things, and and how things never line up the way you want them to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I I I this is the first time that I, I'm legitimately getting into it. And I'm having a really good time. I think what I'm creating is ugly, but I'm having fun doing it. It's so all yours. that's good. the only part that matters. <laughs> and as long as you don't ask me to look at it ever. Uh, I, I just want you to know I'm over here. I'm doing that whole Emperor Palpatine thing with my hand steeple. And everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so no, I, I'm really enjoying that, and 
I, I'm excited to see where I can take it, and I, I, I'm agreeing with Avid about the the, um, the rewards or the challenge system. Okay, I'm done with this beard. Uh, <laughs> the, the, cha- the challenge system, it, 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 I'm with you. It, it kind of bothers me. I do them, but it, it, it bugs me. The rewards and stuff like that, the only time I'm ever really doing them is to get the basic crafting stuff that you get out of it. I'm not even shooting for the big rewards on them because it's just not worth the, the time it takes to do them. Um, but, uh, I, I think that's, uh, I think that's it for me. I think that's, okay. yeah. Yeah. Krug, do you have anything you want to shout out there? Krug does. So I just checked right now. Uh, I've been working with Clover for the past couple of days to try to get her site up and running. And it actually has been up under the name wildstar.qtimes.com. It was one of our subdomains. Uh, it's actually now officially moved over to wildstardatacube.com. So nice. that is oh, now awesome. Live and working in happy days. So if you'd like to go check go. it out, it's a repository for Wildstar information for collectors. So it has dyes and mounts and pets and stuff. And uh, Clover and I are going to be working on putting some other really exciting stuff that I actually haven't spoken to her about yet. So <laughs> Hey, that's something I do. I'm rubbing off on you now. <laughs> but yeah, well, it's, it's great. The well, site is really attractive. What's, and the, act- what's the URL again? It's wildstardatacube.com. Awesome. That's- that is the URL for that website. So yeah, go check it out. It's happy days. So I'm going to go real fast on my cast choice. I got two things. One of which, uh, I keep talking to him constantly. We talked about it in the show. I, this guy is awesome. He's quickly becoming one of my favorite people to talk to in and out of Wildstar. Please, guys, go check out Oxtube stuff. Go to YouTube, check out Oxtube. He not only is he super friendly, he's also sploosh-worthy because he looks like Bradley Cooper with a beard. I, at least that's what we've been told. Uh, he's super awesome, super knowledgeable. Uh, he loves to give us grief on STOS when he can, but always for the right reason, and I really respect that of him. And secondly, while we were doing this show, somebody over here, if I'm not mistaken, actually finished signing up for their account. So, booyah, I win! <laughs> Wait, did you actually finish signing up? never logged No? To. You didn't finish signing up? <laughs> oh, you're halfway. So- so close. Louder. Say it again louder. So it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Anyway, that's cash. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. All so right. I'm just keep teasing you. What, well, okay. <laughs> Kelsum. All right. Uh, this week I have one main issue, and this is something they come up that I post about on my Twitter and Tumblr. Uh, as you may or may not know, this last week I found out that. Uh, one of our European content writers who does really awesome videos of housing tours uh, posted a article, and I looked at the screenshot, and it was a, an exact carbon copy of one of my plots here on the American servers. Um, the, what I want to talk about is integrity. Uh, it comes with anything in Wildstar, where it comes to guides about anything, or if it comes down to housing or people's plots. People put a lot of work into things, and I think inspiration is awesome. Um, you're going to have some ideas crossing streams because you know, we have a finite amount of decor and everything. But when it comes to directly copying someone's plot, uh, that is a very bad thing to do. Uh, I think that's kind of... I don't want to say too many bad words about it, but <laughs> you won't have enough plat to make your next. Well, I'm, I'm holding back from what I feel about it. I'll put it that way. But um, 
Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. People put a lot of work in their housing plots. You know, it's like I mean, people know me pretty well around the housing community, but you know, if someone did it to Mayor Das Moose or uh, Claudia Manigan or Lucy Fur or a lot of the other people that are prominent in the housing community, uh, that's that feels really bad because you put a lot of plot never. I mean, I'm personally broke ass from doing that plot, <laughs> so <laughs> so seeing someone else, you know, copy certain sections of it doesn't feel too good. But um, the Watch out for that kind of thing because right now there is a bug out there where you can go and select people's decor if you're not their neighbor on their plot. And you can't save what you do to it, but there is an add-on that lets you select decor individually and add it to a set to where you can go and copy that to another plot later on, which is how myself and most of my friends in the housing community are pretty sure happened. But I mean the main thing – yeah, the main point I want to get out here, though, is don't do things like that to people. That's not nice, and it feels bad, and eventually someone's going to find out. It's We have a pretty sizable community, but our community is really tight-knit, and someone probably left a flaming bag. Actually, I'm going to send uh, Old Man Blue over there right now. Sleep a flaming bag on their doorstep, because that's what he does to me all the time. So, yeah, don't do things like that. That's not nice. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that, really, without sounding lot meaner <laughs> <laughs> good that saves me flat <laughs> so i think that's going to be wrapping it up this week for an awesome mega cast with wild star or with wild, wildcast and strange shells from outer space really quickly gentlemen i'm going to go to each one of you where we can find you best avid guru i am at avid guru and wildcast is at wild or see now I don't even remember it's Wildcast Podcast Wildcast Podcast uh, you can find me on Tumblr at Kelsum Dustthorn all one word or on Twitter at CL Chaotix I'll even type in the uh, chat there and that's where you can find me at as and well as Wildcasts now yeah thank god glad to have you aboard man <laughs> glad to be here you guys are great Balter where can we find you uh, you can find me at Simply Pete. That's about it. Pretty simple. Krug, mm-hmm. where can we find you? You can find me not at Strange Tales like my little nameplate says because Doc's a pleb and doesn't know that that's not my Twitter <laughs> handle anymore. It hasn't been for probably two months now. You can find me at KrugQT on Twitter. You can also email me. My email address is Krug, C-R-O-O-G, at QTimes.com. That's Q-U-E-U-E-T-I-M-E-S.com. Indigo Jones. You can find me at Indigo Jones QT on Twitter, or you can email me at indigo at qtimes.com. Awesome. And as for me, Doc, you can find me on Twitter at DocQT. It's always the best way to do it. As for this week, from Wildcasts and Strange Tales from Outer Space, we do enjoy every time you guys listen to both of our shows. We would love the fact that you guys always take time out of your day to always do it. Please stay safe. Please love the ones you love. Have fun with the games you play. We'll all catch you guys next time. Have an awesome Shades Eve. Over the long ending to a show. Because that's how we do shows. (laughs) So I think officially this is uh, where the STOS post show goes. Um, (laughs) I am done with this beard. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it were that easy to shave. Just 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 rip it right right off. I am. am, I'm personally avid. I'm gunning for you. I'm getting there. I see that. I see that thing. I'm turned mine down after Pat. I I saw that.